Classic rock without the usual mind-numbing predictability. It's time to dig, baby, dig the 60s rock and roll excavation. Garage and punk, beat, mod, R&B, pop, psychedelic from all over the globe. And now, the moderately successful DJ who abandoned his marginal position at a 10-watt, uh, huge commercial oldies radio station because he refused to spin the same weekly rotation of 25 tired, worn-out records. Here's your so-called host, Johnny Midnight. That's right, Johnny Midnight scouring the deep, dark, hidden shelves at record stores around the world, or at least online, to bring you more of what you've been missing. The unwritten, or at least incomplete chapter in the history of rock and roll. The original DIY lo-fi spirit, at least 10 years before punk rock posers and indie rock wannabes claimed to have invented it. Wise men say, everything's been done again before anything else redone and begun thing. Uh. Great 60s rock and roll is still being rediscovered to this very day on forgotten reels of tape. One-off acetates hidden behind a box of tube socks in someone's garage somewhere in Toledo. So pay attention and look alive! As always, no hits, no requests, and never light my fire by the doors! I know, it's Sunday afternoon, so grab your Johnny Midnight Fan Club Shovel Slappy, and let's dig, baby, dig! Sinking on deeper down My head is a spinning around and round I can't seem to shake this feeling Oh, my body is a rocket and reeling Oh, it's such a funny feeling That I know this is the last time around for me Oh, yeah Oh, I'm sinking on 
I got a girl, I tell her that I love her, oh yeah But then she calls me, she calls me the great pretender, oh yeah But when I tell her, she has pretty eyes She says, baby, just a bunch of lies, oh why? Doesn't she believe, oh yeah, doesn't she believe I do the thing to try and be pleasing to her But it's so hard to try and sit down and reason with her But when I tell her she has pretty eyes She says, baby, just a bunch of lies Oh, why doesn't she believe? Oh, yeah, doesn't she believe?
can you not love 60s garage rock? Is some kind of nut. There you had the Outcasts 4. Try to guess how many guys are in the band. Uh. Name of the song was She Gives Me Love. Ahead of that, the Sounds Unlimited asked, Why doesn't she believe me? Well, probably because she's got low self-esteem. It's probably the only reason why she's dating you in the first place, you lose bag. That's not very nice. Before that, the Griffs keep dreaming. And at the top, the Delvets, Chicago's very own, with an all-time killer classic called Last Time Around. Now, before I get started, I want to wish all you dads, all you fathers, all you papas... A happy Father's Day, and especially to Big Daddy Midnight. You know, I've been waiting to riff about a particular news item since Tuesday. It's been simmering inside me, just burning a hole in my gut. Let's get this out of the way first. The following editorial is... of the producer and not necessarily that of WRUW FM Cleveland it's staff for case Western Reserve University as I was trying to say this story's been burning a hole in my gut since Tuesday, although it might have been that uh, those six or seven burritos I had for, for breakfast. Keep your dial set for the latest news, for the news and the views round the nation. All the news that's fit to hear is compiled from far and near, brought to you by your favorite station. You know, one of these days I might actually be able to get to the freaking story. Now? Okay. <laughs> Your congressman, or woman, or person, just got a raise. Yeah. Despite record low approval ratings, House lawmakers Tuesday, Tuesday, embraced a $3,300 pay raise that will increase their salaries to $168,500. Surprised they didn't do it on a, uh, a Saturday night or something when no one's paying attention. That's how brazen they've gotten. The 2% cost of living raise would be the seventh straight for members of the House and Senate. Yeah, cost of living. Making $168,500. Well, actually... 3300 less than that. And you know, you just can't keep up with things. Gas prices and everything. You need more money. Now, lawmakers easily squelched a bid by Representative Jim Matheson, who's a Democrat, to get a direct vote to block this cost-of-living allowance, which is automatically awarded unless lawmakers vote to block it. Now, I know I might be a, just a complete ideologue, but I'm going to give credit where credit's due. There was one lonely voice that spoke up and said, uh, maybe, 
maybe this is improper. Maybe uh, procedurally, this is a little uh, off-center. It was a Democrat, Jim Matheson of Utah. Now, last year, Matheson also was the one who led a drive to block this raise, which is automatically awarded unless lawmakers vote to block it. Like, that's going to happen. Matheson was the only member to speak on the topic last year also. He said, I do not think that it is appropriate to let this bill go through without an up or down vote on whether or not Congress should have an increase in its own pay. That's what Matheson said. Where have you heard that before? We just want an up and down vote. We just want an up and down vote. Well, it has to do with you getting a raise. Oh, blinded by the silence. Or something like that. But, alas, in the end, a 249 to 167 vote. The House rejected Matheson's procedural attempt to get a direct vote on the pay raise. Now, the pay raise is also going to apply to the vice president, who is president of the Senate, see, congressional leaders and Supreme Court justices. However, President Bush's salary... A measly $400,000 is unaffected by the legislation. Now, I'm going to have to reread that paragraph about checks and balances in my U.S. Government 101 textbook. Because congressmen voting themselves a pay raise sure sounds fundamentally un-American to this college dropout. Now, let me ask you something. And before you answer, I want you to really think about it and be honest with yourself. All right? How seriously would you take your job if you could count on a $3,000 raise every year, no matter what kind of stupid crap you've done? Gee, I just gave the company car away to a hooker with this month's payroll in the back seat. I think I'll give myself a raise. You know, when I first heard about this, my initial reaction was, you know, these idiots work for us. We are their employers. We, the American people. So why shouldn't Congress have to come groveling to us for a pay raise? If a senator from Missouri wants a raise, it should be put up for a vote by Missourians. Just like those annoying school tax levies. But then I realized how impractical that would be, since a lot of us can't even handle a 10-minute trip to the local middle school once every four years to vote for the most powerful person in the world. So then I figured, why not pay these clowns minimum wage? But then they just go ahead and raise the minimum wage to about $50 an hour, and then shut every business down outside of Manhattan and Hollywood that can't afford that, and, you know... So I actually, I actually have a solution. It's the Johnny Midnight Congressional Reform Act of 2006. Can you say gratuitous? Well, anyway, beginning with the next election, 
All congressional positions are unpaid. Seriously. Now, I wouldn't expect these people to live in cardboard boxes at the foot of the Lincoln Memorial, though that would be worth a good laugh and perhaps a reality check. No, we the American people would provide congressmen and their immediate families rent-free housing, administered by HUD, and three square meals a day, as recommended by the Surgeon General. So, lots and lots of water, glasses of milk, servings of fruits and vegetables, and of course, fiber. Because, you know, we're a nation of big fat fatties who aren't capable of making healthy food choices. That's what they're always telling us. So it's only fair that we provide Congress with the opportunity to show us the way. And that's why we wouldn't want them nor their loved ones to have to live in some luxurious condominium or something where they'd all get soft. No, the Washington, D.C. Hojos will do just fine, thank you, and conveniently located within walking distance to the Capitol. Because as you might have heard, Americans simply don't get enough exercise. Now, if safety is a concern, because, you know, those, those mean old terrorists, we'll spring for a shuttle bus to and from work, preferably some stupid-looking hybrid that tops out at 15 miles an hour, because Americans are too dependent on fossil fuel. And besides, a fuel-efficient government is a happy government. Plus, with a shuttle bus... There's no excuse for these idiots to be absent during an important vote. I don't know if you've ever subjected yourselves to C-SPAN like I have, but I'm amazed at how many empty seats there are when Congress is in session. And the ones that aren't out getting wined and dined by lobbyists are milling around like a bunch of chatty Cathy's totally ignoring what the hell's going on. Trust me, they are not multitasking. So at 8 o'clock every morning, 8 o'clock sharp, go down to the cafeteria, eat your wheat toast, get your butt on the solar bus by 8.30, and when the gavel goes down at 9, sit down, shut up, and pay attention! Now some of you bleeding hearts out there might be asking, what about clothes? Do we give them a clothing allowance? Hell no! Look... If most of us want to buy a new wardrobe, we have to save for it. If we get a new job that requires a professional, business-like image, we manage to pull it together before the first day of work. Now, maybe we're going to have to borrow cash from friends or family or charge it, but we do what we have to do. And besides, our good friends at the Federal Reserve, they're always saying that we Americans don't save enough money. So my advice is this, you want to run for office? Then you better have a couple of good suits ready because this taxpayer's generosity ends at free dry cleaning once every couple of weeks and that's it! Oh, what hardship! How cruel and unusual! Who in their right mind would want to run for Congress in the first place having to live like that? Oh, I don't know. Maybe the kind of folks who actually don't put themselves first. You have just been listening to Up to Minute News Reviews, brought to you by your favorite station. 
it's time for the embryonic hero of the week. You might grow up to be a rock and roll star. Your magic carpet will be an electric guitar. Till that day, my dear son, don't you cry, cause no one gives a flying crap who you are. Yes, friends, before Prunkle Harem assaulted us with whiter shade of pale, Gary Brooker and Robin Trower were in a little old R&B band called the Paramounts. Let 
Tune is called I Wonder If She Remembers Me Ahead of That Aussie Band. That means Australian for those of you in Hamilton, Ohio. The Black Diamonds. I want, need, love you. Before that, a band called Patty Klaus and Gibson. You know them better as the Big Three. But by 1966, they changed their name and they offered up a tune called Quick Before They Catch Us. And at the top, the Paramounts with Gary Brooker and Robin Trower a couple few years before Procol Harum. The tune was called, Don't You Like My Love? I spent an awful lot of time gabbing in the last segment, so I'll refrain this time and we'll just play more music. Everyone's a comedian around here. That's That's what it is. What do you say we compare and contrast? A, B, A, B, A, B, A, B. Compare and contrast, compare and contrast. Which one is better? Well, compare and contrast. Compare and contrast, compare and contrast. Which one is better? Well, compare and contrast. Though it goes against unwritten rules for good radio. Midnight's gonna play the same song twice in a row. The catch is the first version's different from the last. Compare and contrast, yes, compare and contrast. <laughs>
At the very top, we heard two different versions of the Bo Diddley Thumper, Mona, I Need You Baby. First, the Homesick Blues, and then the Teddy Boys, about approximately two years apart. And then it was the Invasion. The tune was called, Do You Like What You See? And the Rock Garden gave us super stuff. Start your weekend off on the right foot. Tune in for the best in indie rock on your serpentine pad. Friday mornings from 7 to 9, only on WRUW-FM 91.1. Do you want to influence the kids in your community? Well, there are easy things you can do. Share a skill, a passion, a hobby, and you can make a big difference. Because kids who enjoy a regular positive activity with an adult are less likely to begin using drugs or alcohol. Be a coach, a mentor, a volunteer. No matter what it is, you have something to offer. Find out how. Log on to helpyourcommunity.org. Or call 1-877-KIDS-313. That's 1-877-KIDS-313. I've got a hobby idea. How about insanely obscure 60s garage rock collecting? That's a positive influence. Of course, they'll be broke for the rest of their God-blessed lives. But uh, what's that? Yeah. You know what we haven't done for a while? We haven't heard a, a block... Of mod R&B. So here it is. All of which are off the original 45s. Yeah! I love them. I need them like cookies.
sometimes, you know.
music from Eddie G. Giles. A tune is called Music. Ahead of that, yes, that was Jackie Wilson. The tune is called You Brought a Change in Me. Before that, that's the way you treat your woman. From Big Mac. That's a rare as hell record there, buddy boy. And at the top, we heard Spider Turner. You're good enough for me. And you know what? You're too good to have to be force-fed, predictable Motown folly like other stations do. But oh no, not here. Not on Dig Baby Dig, the 60s rock and roll excavation right here on WRUWFM 91.1 Cleveland. Broadcasting from the campus of Case Western Reserve University. And by the way, I don't know why in the hell anyone would want to do this, but you can actually download this or any program on WRUW up until a week following the original broadcast on www.wruw.org. All you got to do is click on the program guide, choose the show, click it on, and you'll figure it out. It's You're very computer savvy, I'm sure. But friends, I have yet another riveting news item. That is so unnecessary. Speaking of Big Mac, this news comes to us courtesy of Reuters, or Reuters, for those of you in Hamilton, Ohio. Starbucks may be the next on the target list of a consumer health group that this week sued the operator of the KFC fried chicken restaurant chain for frying foods in oils high in harmful trans fat. Who are these jackasses? The Center for Science in the Public Interest. Whose interest? Not mine. I'm more interested in eating whatever the hell I want because it tastes good. The Center for Science and the Public Interest said it's planning to campaign against the global cafe chain because of the increased risk of obesity, heart disease, and cancer associated with high-calorie, high-fat products it sells. And the possibility of legal action against Starbucks, similar to the case it's taking against KFC owner Yum Brands, Inc., has not been ruled out said CSPI Executive Director Michael F. Jacobson. He says, Regular consumers of Starbucks products could face venti-sized health problems. Jacobson said, referring to Starbucks' use of the venti designation for large. How freaking clever. You know, I never knew that food Nazis could have such a great sense of humor. (laughs) Now, the group is primarily funded by idiots, I'm sorry, it doesn't say it here, by newsletter subscribers and individual donors. They would like Starbucks to list nutrition information, which is currently available online and in store brochures, on its menu boards, and of course, tattooed to the foreheads of part-time workers. Customers can ask for nutrition information, But when you're talking about a transparent business in a busy world, that's not enough. Union organizer and Starbucks barista staff member Daniel Gross said in an interview, how appropriate Gross. 
He said the company should use healthier shortenings without trans fat and publicize its smallest size short, which is available but does not appear on the menu. Wait a minute, you presumptuous knucklehead. Do you actually, do you own Starbucks? No? Then where the hell do you get off telling them what the hell to do? You don't own the freaking company, you jackass. <sighs> they contend that Starbucks staff gains weight. The staff gain weight when they work at the chain because they're offered unlimited beverages and leftover pastries for free during their shifts. Oh my god! I wonder if I can apply online. It, it. You know, a 20-ounce venti banana mocha frappuccino with whipped cream contains 720 calories and 11 grams of saturated fat. And a banana cream crunch bar weighs in at a whopping 630 calories and 25 grams of saturated fat. Well, who would have guessed? Imagine a 20-ounce venti banana mocha frappuccino with whipped cream containing 720 calories. Oh, it takes my breath away. A Starbucks spokesman said in a statement... It's actively researching alternatives to high-fat products. The company said it plans to eliminate trans fat from seasonal baked goods. Don't do it! Don't surrender to the food Nazis! Now, Jacobson, remember him? He said, I love this. <laughs> it's... This is the best. This is the best part of the whole story. This is what got me. This is what really got me. <laughs> he said, people expect foods from Dunkin' Donuts to be unhealthy, but Starbucks has more of an upper middle class, healthy, hip, politically correct facade. Say, uh, Jacobson, while you're chewing that rice cake, bite me. Mm, the preceding editorial was mm, the opinion of the producer and not necessarily of WRUW FM Cleveland It's staff or case Western Reserve University And now it's time for the lousy song of the week It's the lousy song of the week So bad the wax kind of reeks Sometimes so bad it's good But often No, it's the great 60s rock and roll excavation, but every now and then I get tempted, as you just heard, to stray just a eensy-weensy bit from the from the established formula. 
I know it says rock and roll. I played a little R&B. It says 60s. Well, you know, every once in a while, you got to hear some 50s. Really in Outsville? No wheels. Man, like what a drag. No wheels. Man, like a real drag. No wheels. Man, like this scene's the baddest. No wheels. Man, like this cat's the saddest. He had himself a car, but he goofed it up for real, and now he's got no wheels. Head fun. Man, like what a gas. Such fun. Man, like a way out blast. Man, like what a goof. Won't run. Like this cat really goof. He burned the motor off and he made the tires squeal. And now he's got no wheels. He can't get a date with baby. Though he loves her so. But every time he has to see her, she always answers, No, no, no. No wheels. Man, like she split the scene. You know what I mean. No wheels. Man, like I'm flying solo. No wheels. Man, like I'm coming on dolo. What he did before, he will never do no more. Cause now, he's got no wheels. with that woman though she flips me so I wanna go 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 but every time that I try to move in she fakes me out with no 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 wheels and I gotta get a new machine no wheels so I can really swing with the scene no wheels this being beast really bugs me no wheels with no woman to kiss and hug me Like I'm way out in Gaucheville. She's real fine, my 409. She's real fine, my 409. My 409. Well, I say my pennies and I say my dimes. Pity up, pity up, 409. For I knew there would be a time. Pity up, pity up, 409. When I would buy. Can't touch my 409 Giddy up, 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 gidd
song of the week believe it or not no wheels was recorded by the cordettes i'm not gonna subject you to mr sandman you hear that all the time how about something different how about something completely lousy there you go and then we heard the quads their version of 409 followed by a peruvian cover version of gto from los stevios i think that's how it's pronounced If I'm wrong, tough bananas. And finally, we heard Ronnie and the Daytonas, which, by the way, was the flip of GTO. It was called Hot Rod Baby. Flip over the record. You know there's another side. I just did. Flip over the record. You might like what you find. Possibly. Flip over the record. And if you decide it stinks, then you flip off the record. It's label the band and me. Though they wouldn't, because that would be most improper. You know, this is as good a time as any to mention that if you want more surf rock type stuff and hot rod surf madness, you're going to want to tune into WRUW right here. Fridays from 5 till 7 a.m. Get your button gear on your way to work on Fridays. Tune in to Revenge of a Hodad, hosted by John the Hodad. He plays surf music from all eras, not just the 60s, but uh, there's a whole surf renaissance during the punk rock era and the 80s. and, And believe it or not, there's a Quite a substantial scene going on to this present day when it comes to surf rock all over the globe. So again, that's right here on WRUWFM 91.1 Cleveland, Friday mornings from 5 till 7 a.m. The song had lots of promise, but it failed to make a dent. The top 100 charts, they make no sense. Yes, hindsight's 2020, and it should have been a hit. But record buying masses don't know, they don't know. But thanks to Johnny Midnight, it's worth a second play. He likes to spin the ones that got away. So with your kind approval, and with a little luck, someone listening might give a crap. Before. Yeah, I was sympathized 
Psychedelic folk rock, or I'm tripping. And, uh. Yeah. That was the Hudson Brothers. Well, before they were called the Hudson Brothers, they were the New Yorkers. The name of the song was Mr. Kirby, recorded in May of 1967. Remember the Hudson Brothers show? Boy, that sucked, didn't it? Does anyone even remember the Hudson Brothers? Well, I mean, they, I mean, the neighbors called them the Hudson Brothers, you see. And maybe their mom, or their relatives probably said, there goes the Hudson Brothers. So I shouldn't say they weren't called the Hudson Brothers before they were the Hudson. They were certainly, um... Before that, the Shades of Blue. The tune is called The Time of My Life. Before that, believe it or not, an unreleased track that is unreleased until the mid-90s when Sunday's Records put out a compilation of Chicago bands called on the Dunwich label, and then it was released. So, I mean, I shouldn't say it was unreleased. It was unreleased at the time that it was re-released. So, it was technically, it's released. But, um... The name of the song was Away. At the very top, we heard our should-have-been-a-hit selection of the week, The Electra's Bout My Love. And oh my, it was short, yet sweet. But now it's time for our new release of the week. No, the song ain't from the 60s. In fact, the tune's brand new. Because each week, a new release should be played So let's get it out of the way 
Portland's very own Rainy Day Saints. sue giant eagle for selling butter and bacon all that fatty foods it's their fault I'm like this sons of bitches oh, well, I've been searching for my baby if I don't find her, well, I'll go crazy Yes, I've been searching Help me find her, somebody Oh, yeah Please, please, please Well, I know she'll be my woman Treat me nice and never hurt me I'm so lonely 
those Swedes sure can rock! As a Swedish band, the Flippers! Tune is called I Could Hear Her Cry. Ahead of that, we heard not one, but two Canadian bands. Eat your heart out, Charlie Saber! From Winnipeg, the jury singing Who Dat? And we also heard The Haunted from Montreal. Doing an original call and then searching for my baby. And our new release of the week off of their brand new long player entitled Diamond Star Highway, Cleveland's very own The Rainy Day Saints. The song Don't Look Away. And don't look now, but it's time for a public service announcement. Migraine is a debilitating and painful neurobiological disorder affecting the lives of nearly 28 million Americans. Unfortunately, close to half of all migraine sufferers are undiagnosed. However, if you or someone you know think they may be having migraines, there's no need to suffer. Migraines can be effectively managed. For more information, call the National Headache Foundation at 1-888-NHF-5552 or visit headaches.org. I'm sure it's purely coincidental that that was played during my program. (laughs) I'm sure it's just coincidence. Just the way the chips fell. Hey, friends, if you don't have enough valuable time to waste, check out my website, which I will update one of these years. It's www.digbabydig.com. That's www.digbabydig.com. I've got just invaluable links to all sorts of worthless websites. Sure, I haven't updated the playlists in about three months, but I'm going to do it this week, I promise. I swear.
Thank you. 
There you have the Black and Blues singing Bye Bye Baby. Perhaps I should have coupled that with our two versions of Mona we heard earlier. All that diddly beat madness. Ahead of that, the Rumbles gave us 14 years. We heard the Yo-Yos with Gotta Find a New Love. And at the very top, at the beginning, at the outset, the Male. That's (laughs) M-A-L-E. You're playing with fire. And no, not the Rolling Stones song. I've got just barely enough time for another news story I want to fit in and... You're not helping me with this. This is out of New York. A school cell phone fight may be heading to court. Mayor Michael Bloomberg said that they're a distraction in the classroom, but parents and students said cell phones are a necessary lifeline in case of an emergency. It's about making sure students are able to communicate with their parents over the course of the day, and over the course of the day includes school. Parent Carmen Colon said. What an appropriate name, Carmen Colon. She's so so completely full of never mind. I'll just stop. Now the school cell phone ban has become the most heated education issue in years. And on Wednesday, the debate came to the New York City Council, which has introduced legislation that would permit phones in schools, but prohibit kids from using them. That makes a lot of of sense. Now, the hearing brought out parents, including Colin, and students who say it's unreasonable to leave phones at home. Wow. How did we manage without cell phones when we were kids, when we were students, you know? Boy, we didn't realize it at the time, but man, we were deprived. Back in the old days, if there was an emergency, your parent would call the freaking school, and then they'd interrupt you in the classroom, you'd get a hallway pass, and go to the office, and all the kids in class would go, ooh. Boy, that was rough, wasn't it? Wow. How did we do it? Freaking idiots. (laughs) I'm out of time. Which means... It's time to drag this 15,000-watt light show right back into Pandora's box, at least for now. But fear not, my fellow aficionados. I'll be back next week with another stunning armful of tunes from the frickin' ruins. In the meantime, remember, save yourself a bad haircut and go out and get a couple extra cell phones and set them off during class and, you know. This is your so-called host, Johnny Midnight, mindlessly bellowing... Rock and roll! Dig Baby Dig, the 60s rock and roll excavation is dedicated to the memory of Rick McBrien. <laughs>